What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What's up, everyone? It's Marcus or Pink. What up, what up? It's Charles or Chuck. What's going on, everyone? It's Matt or Has. And before we start our episode today, we got a birthday to celebrate. Happy Woo! birthday, Gavin. Yay, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, birthday, Gavin. Well, by the time we announce this, it'll be a day late, so it's on the 11th. But happy birthday, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You, Jim? What's going on, everyone? Uh, actually, a lot of good tournaments this weekend. One domestic to NA, but then a couple of good ones overseas, especially one that I watched the most was uh, the EU tournament Shonen War. So maybe we could start there and talk a little Bloom forever. Well, that's the Bayonetta. one I watched the least. My bad. I watched yeah. Japan. You that's know me. Okay. Yeah, you're always... always watching Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was commentating DreamHack with EE, and then Rod was also over there uh, doing some hosting stuff. So I mainly just know a bunch of DreamHack stuff. But I do know that Ramen said Bayo's good, and he told us all. So that means Bayo's oh good. Right? That's how it works. Ramen be spitting. He's like, you know, he's like a he's like a 70, 80 percenter on his opinions. Not going to hold you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good because he throws a lot of opinions. He throws out, there, out some you wild know? ones. He throws out some wild ones. Crom was not good though, but I mean, you know, Ooh, for the most part, he does. The he Krom did not beat the Crom allegations. He did not, not breach him. To be fair, Crom was very good in the beginning of the game until people knew how to play, <laughs> and then you know the game right. caught up with him. Yeah, yeah. and then you He's... compare Little Max recovery to Crom's recovery, and it's like, hmm. I'd rather have a little max, yeah. Yeah, rather, rather <laughs> for have real, Gannon's. Real, for real. Definitely have Gannon's. Gannon's is pretty good. You get his ledge hang, too? I'm not taking any of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking any of Gavin's this. like, why, would, why am I picking from the bottom of the barrel? Like, My character's <laughs> ledge hangs are better than Gannon's anyway. See ya. No, You'd rather not. have Richter's recovery than Crom's, Wait, right? Do Sephiroth's, so I know Sephiroth's probably is, but I don't know. I thought I, Gannon had the best one, or is, is that Kong? outdated? DLC. It's very outdated, yeah. Fighter Pass 2. He's you know, still Sonic's there, is, but, yeah. is Sonic's, right? Sonic's is like maybe the best or second best or something yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's up there. Oh, Yo, wow. if anyone has a chart. I did not know that. Oh, actually, we, that would be awesome. We, this up we because did this I before. can't find the chart anymore for Ultimate. But yeah, Sonic's is like ridiculous. Diddy's is Sora. broken. Sephiroth's is broke. Sephiroth's is even better than Diddy's. And Diddy's is like top five. Wow. So. Yeah, if someone has a chart, put it in the comments. Yeah. That would be hype. But speaking of uh, speaking yes, of this is an episode only about ledge hangs in Smash Ultimate, guys. Yeah, the, this is the ledge hang episode. I know you guys have been waiting for this for a really long time, <laughs> which we also don't know a lot about. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> We're just Ridley good. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, Charizard just, bad. All yeah. of them bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> if Fox can down tilt your ledge hang, bad. <laughs> um dude we did this before we we're one night we were talking about this and i was like oh there has to be a tier list somewhere i can't find one like or, yeah. or like a video or anything i, I don't saw know one why. Like, on social media but i never found it again someone linked me that chart, i didn't save it i should have saved it i, I found the smash 4 University. one that's what it was exactly oh, you get smash you one that's how hard it is to find you go you, you go to other games <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> bring it back to this game. We're going to be talking about Shonen War 2 um, because there's a couple of key things to talk about, but I think the first and the easiest one is just talking about Bloom forever. 11-1 um, and one run, and we were talking about it before the show. I was like, I don't even remember who 
beat Bloom. It was Andres, which is insane because Ken versus Bayo is really, really bad. To and then Marcus goes, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Actually, yeah, to be fair, Bloom, this is how you know Bloom is very confident that they'll win an event. They do not care about their winner's life. They're just like, all right, I'm going to just pick whatever character I feel like, and it's fine because I'll still win the event. Like, they, It's not like Bloom went Bayo the entire set. Bloom went Aegis first, then Rosa, and then Bayo, but like, you only got to lose one game, you know? Like, it can happen, yeah. even if the matchup's bad. Yep. Oh, well, and, and that oh. matchup is terrible, but Bayo still dies at like 50. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Like, it can, that can just happen. And it's Andres, who is pretty much solo can, so he's played bad matchups a million times with that character, so. But Bats has the Mopi versus the Shoto confirms and stuff, right? Yeah, and the edge guarding is free. Like, there's so much about it. Right, like, it it just sounds very much so in her favor. Even the situations where she can die at 50, you you could get bats and get out, right? So, uh, like, I I feel like she has an out for every scenario. But, I mean, we can... Let's talk about Bloom first before we get into the Bayonetta talk, because I know we're going to talk about Bayonetta. We've talked about Bayo a good amount, and I think we've all had our history with Bayo at some point or another. Obviously, we all played Smash 4 and then transitioning into Ultimate, so... Uh, I know you guys watched that tournament a little bit more, so let's just break down his run, the matchups he had to go through. Obviously, he has a very good set count on Gluto. I know that going into this. I think that matchup's pretty rough for Wario. So I do think Bloom has a lot of favorable matchups going in, like just competing in his own region. But I also think people are... I know like Siski is playing Snake as well, right, as of recently. And I know Snake is generally viewed as a pretty good matchup versus Bayonetta. I don't know nowadays, though. Bayo players have really been pushing the bad matchups. I think all like character specialists have been pushing the bad matchups really far. So, yeah, let's just get a breakdown of his run. I know you got, probably got that bracket pulled up, right, Hez? Yeah, I do. Uh, so it was it was starting with like the first name I really recognize is, is OJ, or o- OG, as we would say it, but uh, they say o- OJ the Falcon. Yep, 2-1, actually. So, you know, mm-hmm. and that was in uh, best of three territory still. Then he had to play against uh, Space, and that was game five. So this was already like looking pretty <laughs> rocky at the beginning of his bracket for sure. Okay. Um, then he had to play TSKFC, who I don't recognize, but it was a 3-0. And then that's where he lost to Andres after that 2-3. Um, but like we said, he did go some kind of random characters, but at the end of the day, he still lost the set. Shout out to my man, Andres, the GOAT, Andres Fortnite, for real. Uh, then he started his loser's run, got a run back against Andres, 3-0'd, then had to play against Gluto in loser's finals, and he 3-0'd him and also 3-stocked him at one point, which I don't really care how bad a matchup is. 3-stocking Gluto is insane. And then he played against Siski in Grands. And in the first set, he was beating Siski so bad, Siski went Incineroar Game 3 after, I think, getting double two-stocked, or maybe it was five-stock, but yeah, uh, 6 owed Siski in Grants. Actually, from Loser Semis, uh, 3-0 to everybody. Andres, Gluto, and Siski twice uh, <laughs> after Siski was in Grants. So people are saying, so this is interesting, because even just looking at the breakdown of that bracket run, yes, he did exceptionally well against the top, cut of the bracket but it looked like he ran into some difficulties with like the higher level players like not not the top top level of eu but like close you know people who are fighting to get into that spot like space and oj and stuff like that and andres well andres is up there too but they're all really good but you know gluto and siski are kind of in their own tier right now um so as far as that's concerned is blue is is bloom 
the king of EU? Where are we at right now? Like, what is, what's the deal here? Cause this is, and this isn't like the first time we've seen Bloom take a tournament in the EU for sure. It's not even close. So where are we at? Like, what does this all mean? I think is the question that a lot of people are asking. Uh, I can go first. I, I think I personally still give that crown to Gluto. Uh, Gluto just travels a lot more. I think when you look at the perspective of who's the player that gets the best results in EU, I think that is a big factor, but Gluto has so many achievements. Like getting tournament wins over Leo when Leo was rank one, not easy to do. Not easy to do. Very, very, very few players have been able to achieve such accomplishments. So I, I don't know. I, I think Gluto is still up there in my book. Uh, I think Gluto is still the best player from Europe, in my opinion. Uh, I would love to see Bloom travel more and prove us wrong. You know what I mean? It, I, I do think Bloom is incredibly talented. He's bringing in a character that is weirdly making a resurgence back into the meta from multiple representatives. That's the kicker. Because there are players that are just so good that they can take mid-tiers, high-tiers, and run with it, right, in this game. Like SkyJ, for example. Uh, but we're seeing multiple Bayonettas, mainly Lima and Bloom, getting into these top eights of majors. And it's uh, it's interesting to see. I know we're going to talk about the character later. But, yeah, I, I, I just can't give that title to Bloom just yet. I need to see a little bit more accomplishments outside of Europe. And then we can kind of talk about that. I do think that plays very well versus Gluto. Being able to three-stock Gluto is really tough. I do think the matchup is very strong for Bayonetta, but we've seen Gluto win bad matchups for Wario, right? That's nothing new. So I think too, it's it's always how it goes, where you need to be the best in like that's just player growth, right? Like you need to be the best in your niche region first, right? For us, it's like your uh, New England or your, re uh, you know, uh, Texas, whatever it is, be the best in your state or your region. And then the next is like, you know, a higher level up from that and then best in your country and then best in, you know, whatever you're, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you right. need to keep growing and, and building the resume up from there. And Bloom is like, when you study or when you focus on being like the best at a certain level, you focus on some players specifically, right? Like if you wanted to be the best in New England, you'd study the Fox matchup and the Zero Suit matchup or whatever, you know what I mean? Like the top level reps of that region. Um, combined with that, you know, Gluto's kind of on the opposite end where he's trying to be the best in the world. So his attention is less spread on like one or two matchups and more like focused on beating every single person. Um, so for him to succeed, I think, that's why you see some players like Proto has this too, where he has a hard time in his own region. And I think it's because people focus that are around his level, focus really hard on trying to beat him in region all the time. Not that people aren't trying to beat him, you know, when he travels internationally and stuff like that. But at the same time, I don't know. There's like some regional pride or something there as well. I think. I'm glad you mentioned the Proto thing. Cause I was sitting there thinking this the whole time. Like yeah. when Proto travels to America, bro looks like the best player in the world. Sometimes it's like, is just cooking everybody. Yeah. Hey, it's lit. Proto might be the best. You never know. Like before, like last year, he like had a legitimate case, right? Like he just he was winning everything he came to in America. Then people would be like, yeah, but he gets smoked in Japan. And I think Gluto's kind of on that. Like Gluto comes to America, does very very well. Um, obviously, they both do pretty well in their own region. Uh, but when I think of, like, Bloom, the closest comparison that comes to my mind is, like, Shuton, where, like, 
they're very, very dominant in region, like Shutan. Well, now like Akola and like Mia is there, so it's a little less dominance. But like, there was a point where Shutan was just like kind of winning everything in Japan, but like the results in America weren't as strong as say like Proto. So like, if we we're gonna make this comparison, uh, Shutan would be Bloom and Proto would be like Ludo. So. If you were to ask me, like, which one of those players were better, I would say Proto, right? Like, just because of the international accomplishments. And it, it seems like goals may be different, but it's a little hard to tell with Bloom because Bloom's really young. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Bloom, Bloom is very, very young. So, like, getting the chance to travel internationally, like, probably isn't isn't on the table yet. So I think it'll be a little bit before we know. Obviously, we do know that, like, that's number one and two in EU. And it's like, however you want to spin it, that's how you want to spin it. Like, it, it's really just opinion based. But uh, yeah, I just think that I would personally give it to Gluto, just given the history, the traveling. Like, though Bloom hasn't really had the chances, so it's hard to like slight him for that. But I don't know. They're, they're both extremely good. It's hard to tell, though. Definitely. I think Gluto just has the depth of a resume, you know, like yeah. just a little, and like you said, more opportunities. He's been around longer and all that. It's 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 harder to knock off the person that's king, right? Like you need to prove it many many times. But he's, I think we all agree that he's coming pretty damn close to yeah. getting to that level. He's not there yet though, and he has. We were talking about it before we went live. He did come over. Is we obviously, I think, like the end result ultimately from this is we all want to see Bloom come over and play in the U.S. Uh, a little bit more, right? Uh, I think his last result, at least that we came up with, we could be wrong. Let us know in the comments below, uh, was that he got 13th at double down. Um, and we were looking at that. It's like, yeah, 13th isn't like, it's not winning the tournament, but his only losses were, were Jackal and Proto who both got top eight. Jackal got seventh and Proto won the event. So it's not like he had a bad tournament. He just ran into Proto and, and Jackal. Uh, so and his first time I, traveling. And across. first time traveling. It, he's gotten a lot better since then, too, which is crazy because he was already really good, obviously, at that point. But he's clearly gotten a lot better and more consistent. So I want to see him come back. He's one of the biggest storylines, I think, that we have in, in Ultimate right now. He's awesome. The yeah. Another, that, oh, go ahead. Sorry. The main thing I wanted to say about um, Bloom is even, like, if you're watching on YouTube, there's been some gameplay on the screen and whatnot. Um. I feel like there's a certain like factor some only a few players have where their demeanor, like body language and like in game wise or like Bloom seems so calm on and off the screen um, when competing, which I think is really dangerous, <laughs> like for the people that he's yeah. playing against, uh, you know, it, it makes me think of some of the best players in the world. And I think that um, has a lot of potential. Um, Basically, what I'm saying is, you know, Bloom is like has potential to really shake up Ultimate. Obviously, they already are. Um, but yeah, it makes me think of someone like Spargo, where sometimes when I watch Spargo play or like Light, it's like it's they aren't actually fighting someone. It's like they're just competing like with themselves and just mm-hmm. they don't care. They're just they've never been hurt before. Is something we say about Light all the time. And that's what I feel like when watching Bloom. Bloom will do something, and it looks like they're aware they're going to get hit for it, but they don't care. And it's that's scary. Uh, that means they are confident and they know what they're yes. doing. Um, and that's what I wanted to get across for Bloom. And I really like that in a player. Um, 
it just means they're usually a step ahead um, if they're willing to take hits or like like go random characters in winner's bracket. Not random, but like not their best characters. It, it yeah. just means that they're ahead. Um, it is what it is. Like that's very interesting to see. Um, and I'm curious to see what happens uh, with Bloom going forward. Yeah. You definitely compare them to two of the most confident players in the world. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> it's definitely some unshakable confidence. On- yeah, I can't say for sure if that's actually what's going on, but the gameplay at least has that demeanor to it, yeah. which is really interesting because it's rare. Yeah, yeah. And I think another thing that Bloom, like a lot of other players that aren't necessarily close to the U.S., a big factor is, you know, dealing with things outside of the game, like the jet lag and stuff. Yeah. And we've heard Japanese players talk about it. We've heard European players talk about it. And that is something that's completely out of the game, right? Not even like, oh, wow, uh, you know, the meta is a little bit different here. Players are generally more aggressive in my pools or, you know, in top 64 and yada, yada, yada. So that and that kind of stuff, you can't really, you can only get your experience and then go from there and learn from it, right? You can't prepare for, you know, just having long flights and traveling and all that other stuff. So if it takes, it will take some time for Bloom to adjust, but I have confidence that he will. And it'll be really fun to see Bloom travel more if we get to see it and kind of his journey through overcoming all those challenges of living in or coming from Europe, living in Europe and coming over to the U S to try and prove yourself, which, I mean, it kind of sucks that that is the current format leaves everyone outside of the U S a a little bit of a disadvantage or kind of a lot of a disadvantage, but it's just how it is. Right. All the big major tournaments in the U S. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Charles, because you know who else was talking about that was Cosmos, because he's over in Japan right now. And he brought up like, damn, I'm so tired of this tournament. It's crazy. I've been traveling and trying new food and like going all over the place and jet lags nuts. And it's like, dude, yes, every tournament. And, you know, obviously I'm really happy Cosmos brought this up because it's something that we don't get from a U.S. perspective as much, which I think is so fucking important to talk about when you talk about. Oh, Proto's playing at Summit? Well, he flew in on Monday and started going to media day the next day. You know, like, there's no, like, it's insa- It's a point that needs to be talked about more, I'd say. So I'm really happy you brought that up because it is a good, a, a great advantage to be able to play in the U.S. and be able to play at all these big tournaments here. But the thing I love about Ultimate, and I say it almost every time I'm on commentary, is we really are becoming a global game. EU and Japan have both stepped it up so, so much in terms of the tournaments that they're hosting and the prestige behind them. Broadcast, all that. We always talk about it. Like every time they host a tournament, it's like the nicest looking thing that's ever existed. Um, So I'm very happy that is starting to shift a little bit and that there's a a good focus on EU hosted and and Japan hosted tournaments because they're really important. They're really awesome. So did Siski take a set off Gluto this weekend? Looks like must it. Have, yeah, to put yeah, uh, losers. in winners, they must have played in winners' finals. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting as well. Um, two really annoying matchups from a Wario perspective. As a Wario player, I do want to throw that out there. <laughs> um, and I actually think it's for similar reasons too. So, um, it's interesting to see because Gluto has played these two multiple times already, and Gluto is also really, really insane at adapting and taking notes and preparing for the next sets so i'm you know i'm really curious to see what gluto does in the future sets or you know if i talk to him like what he has to say about them 
we actually were talking about Bayo in Hawaii and I never really got the chance. I told him I could help him out with it, but I actually never got the chance to, to do it. Um, he said he took a lot of notes and everything too, but um, yeah, that I'm really curious because Bloom's record on Gluto is like 4-1 at the moment. Um, and I'm pretty sure Gluto's record on Siski is heavily in Gluto's favor, but Siski was able to take a set this time, which is really interesting. <laughs> And Gluto, talk about it again. Tra- he just went Traveling. from Hawaii oh. back. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a factor. I just got back like a week ago or something from Hawaii. And I would say today, April 11th, as we're recording this, is the first day where I felt back to normal. So I can only imagine how rough it is if I was competing on like previous days. Yeah. But just like the Andre set, just because Bloom went other characters, it's still a W. You're still an L. You know, the the final result doesn't matter, but it is something to think about and consider for, like, the overall story here, right? Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it is what it is. Dope tournament. Congrats to Bloom. Yeah. That's all we really got to say about the tournament specifically. Unless we want to talk about Bayo a little bit more, because we were before we went live here and just... When we think of it, thoughts on the character today is, you know, obviously beyond meta relevant. There are two, at least two top level reps. You got a couple other really great Bayos in there, like Frog uh, running around and doing some great things with the character. Things that hold her back are obviously just to her weight. And I think the difficulty to play her at a top level. So I don't know. She's, she's here. She's back basically. So it's kind of like ice climbers, honestly, like it, not, you know, not quite as polarizing or extreme, but I think we all knew deep in our hearts someday that this day would happen where Bayo's back and Ice Climbers are back, which is yeah. crazy. Toxic Ultimate. characters always find a way. It's great. Ultimate is so fantastic because <laughs> all a lot of the best characters from a lot of Smash games are like either resurfaced already or are resurfacing right now. Yep. Like Sheik and Diddy are like better than ever. Um, Bayo and Cloud are doing really well. Like Ice Climbers all the way from like, you know, Brawl are doing really well. Meta Knight's having a little resurgence. Just a yeah, little, little bit. Just a little Meta Knight would be next. If, if Meta Knight isn't quite deserving of, like, compared to everyone else, but it's possible if it's piloted by Leo. Um, Snake? Snake Yeah, back, Snake no. is really... It's like a combination of, like, the all these metas from other games into one game, plus some new stuff. Um, and that's just super cool to, like, I feel like I've never really put it into perspective until this conversation. Even like PT, like a character that got reimagined and then came back into Ultimate and has had a lot of success. Like it's just really cool. It's it's somehow perfect for Ultimate that that's the case, right? Yeah, like it's, it's, it's like yeah. the perfect. Yeah, it's, somehow it's like the vision of why the game was created in the first place, casually, and then it's like reimagined into like our competitive view. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it speaks to the balance of the game. We talk about it. It's why it's such a hard fucking game. Like, Sakurai put it in the trailer himself. He said, try to master all these whatever matchups. You know, well, yeah. realistically, you just need one for your characters. Maybe two, depending on two characters. But point is, is that people are learning. That I think that's really what's starting to separate so many people to where the skill gaps come in are these small things and matchups. Even if it's a common matchup, if you know it and your opponent doesn't, it's just an easy way to get a leg up. And it's like, at this point, it's such niche or like, small amounts of knowledge that can separate you from a win or a loss right it's so the game is getting insane i don't know if you guys have watched old ultimate at all sometimes i do just like it pops up my youtube feed i'm like sure i'll watch the first let's make moves why not that sounds funny 
Uh, and it looks like a completely different game, which yeah. is really cool. It's Everyone awesome. was like getting their feet wet, figuring everything out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's something that's... else I wanted to mention with all the characters is you can tell which game they're from, and it's so cool how they're still all like competitive, relevant. Like by their character design, I feel like it's like oh, that's clearly a brawl character. Or, oh, this character is clearly new and from Ultimate because they're like have so many unique things. Like it's so cool. Like that's one of my favorite things about Ultimate is like, like when you look at Donkey Kong or Kirby, they're very clearly from the oldest possible Smash title, just by moveset, like inspiration. Like it's very simple. And then if you look at like, the Brawl newcomers feel so unique to themselves, like Wario and Snake, like Sonic. Like they're, my, yeah. they're my personal favorite Tonight, yeah. favorite newcomers to any Smash game. They're a they great group, man. Diddy, like even Pit's pretty cool. Like. I don't know. That's the coolest thing about Smash Ultimate is how they all feel like they're from different games, yet they're all like really strong competitively. So it's funny because we were talking about that. And I think, you know, the most extreme other side of that is the DLC fighter pass characters all feel, especially two, feel some sort of way. Except for yeah. Sephiroth. He feels like a Brawl Minus character. So he feels like, you said he feels like a Brawl character. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's crazy because he, yeah. he kind of does. Like, not, brawl like minus. Not, not Brawl Minus. Brawl minus. Oh, not sorry, brawl not Brawl Minus. Yeah, I was like, I was going to say. Brawl Minus, I wish, bro. That would is, be is, this, is this some sort of bit to convince me he's like the best character? I meant Brawl. I don't know why I said Brawl Minus. Brawl. <laughs> Brawl regular. Brawl regular. Yeah, vanilla brawl. He feels like a vanilla, vanilla brawl character. Smash he, 4. But I took it like a step further. I was like, honestly, it feels more like Brawl. He feels yeah. like Brawl Ike or something sometimes. Yeah. That's right. Like the amount well, of end lag you have on your moves and stuff like feels like Brawl. It's not as bad as Brawl Ike, by the way. Y'all should try Brawl Ike sometime. That character. Well, his Don't. jab went insane. You got a jab. You got up the jab and grab. Thank jab. And you could link, you could crouch cancel the jab and like, yeah, yeah. one, two, one, two, one, two. Or if you anti aired, he would just do it himself. It was cool. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah One fact Cloud had that with the aerial opponents in Smash 4. His jab? It would do one, two, one, two. Yep. That's pretty cool. Was he built on? I wasn't I got a clip with it on the Smash 4 platform into a spike. Nice. (laughs) Fun fact. I think I kept the make the pizza up air too. Remember that? Oh, yeah, like that pizza, the helicopter. It was terrible in Brawl, slightly better frame date in Smash 4, and then they just gave him a new move in Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> we give up, yeah. <laughs> Ten years later, we've decided to gut this. Oh, it's a really good up air. That hitbox yeah. went into the Z axis, I think. It was really bad. It was really like, your, your hitbox so disappeared. Cool, it, it looked was cool. cool. Well, kind of. Now Byleth has it like times 1,000. Yeah. Sure. The tornado up air, you know? Well, they just like, I think side by side, they looked at it, Ike's up air in Smash 4 and then Cloud's up air in Smash 4. And they were like, hmm, we need to, we need to rework <laughs> we a couple things there. Yeah. Because they're, you know, like kind of similar archetype, like big sword guys or whatever. So, yeah. Either That's way. why it's cool that that jab thing like went across the two of them. Cause like I always felt like they had similar energy when they fight in Smash. So, whenever you played a modded, brawl setup he was always cloud or sephiroth or yeah. guts you know like those are the or uh who's who's the guy from i know i was doing so good with my anime references now i don't know who's the guy from kakashi no that was snake who's the yes. blonde hair kakashi snake went stupid yeah no, i'm thinking damn it is it bleach <laughs> who's bleach yeah ichigo, ichigo. yeah okay okay oh, yeah. blonde say, yeah. hair it's is all he not good. blonde hair it's all good it's <laughs> 
It's orange, but it's orange, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, don't, oh no, no, no! You're upsetting us, Has. We have to. Move I'm on. sorry. I'm sorry. We can move. Yeah, You're upsetting bad. me. What the heck? <laughs> I'm upsetting you. I'm trying my best. Blind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went to Google him and I found a, a bored ape uh, Ichigo. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Life is good. I'll link it in the podcast chat. But yeah, I, th- I think Bayo in general creeping back up is interesting because obviously the, everyone thought the character was pretty bad, right? But oh my god, sorry, the board AP she goes goes kind but, of hard, honestly. But she got some buffs, right? There it is. <laughs> Don't show it on the screen. Oh no, there it is. <laughs> We're you, gonna need you... a blooper reel for this month for sure. <laughs> Damn! If you're on YouTube, you get you get to see that's it. hilarious. Dreamhack. <laughs> Oh, we can, yeah. yeah Let's just can. get off of the board apes. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> Gavin doesn't want to talk about Bayo. <laughs> we can. Uh, yeah, I, I, think we, I think we said just about everything we need to. She's fucking good. She's hard for for sure. She's she's hard. She's a threat. Like if you're gonna try to win a major, you that's got to be a realistic. It. That's got to be a realistic preparation in your mind. Oh, sure. real real quick sidebar. One of my favorite things to watch is someone getting shit on by Bayo because they don't know how to SDI because they didn't play Smash Four. Dude, that. it's like uh, everyone trying to play against Snake for the first time when they never played Brawl. They were like, that's "What the fuck?" They just run into four so grenades and get seed four. Yeah, that was great. That was so fun. Shit is You're hilarious. right though. It still happens. It still it happens, does still yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, it is what All it right. is. Well, on to DreamHack. So. All right. Tell us about your time, Chuck. It was fun. It was, I had a good time. Uh, DreamHack is a unique event because there's just a bunch of different esports, a bunch of different games. So I got to walk around, check out. Uh, they had Rocket League was like the main staged event there. So Rocket League was pretty cool to check out. I saw like StarCraft. There's a bunch of different fighting games there as well. <laughs> they had StarCraft? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do PC games there too, right? Like all yep, the time. a lot of PC games, yeah. Damn. They so had hype. a bunch of shooting games too, so... It was really fun. And then Rod, shout out to Rod. He was uh, hosting the Pyramid, which was like a King of the Hill style thing. Oh, my goodness. Dude, the highlight of the bear. event. <laughs> the highlight of the event. Okay, Tear Bear. Is Tear Bear lining up on the final day, I think it was. Yeah, the final day. And there's a like three and a half hour King of the Hill for Smash at this Pyramid, right? And <laughs> Tear Bear goes up there and is like the sixth person in line. This dude was timing people out with Banjo-Kazooie. For three out, three and a half hours, and oh, so he never lost. He didn't lose the entire time. And that to optimize, and if you want to optimize that scenario, right? Because you want to stay on the hill as long as possible. If you're playing a bad player, you will time them out. You won't actually kill them. You will. Terror Bear has been doing this since brawl. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, and he was doing it with Banjo and Kazooie. Like that <laughs> shit is so funny. And the interview after was hilarious. Because uh, Rod was asking him, like, so why do you play Banjo? He's like, uh, Banjo's like a kind of like a retirement character. Like, I don't really <laughs> want to play the game like oh that seriously. Like, I used to be a pro in, you know, Brawl and Smash 4. But, yeah, I just like Banjo and Kazooie. It's like a retirement character. Just no one, if people don't know the matchup. Like, that it's is so amazing. And he won $1,000 for staying on the hill for the entire time. Three hours of work, camping people three out. And three, hours, three and a three half. Three and a half. Three and a half. I respect bro. that shit. I respect the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, there's the picture. <laughs> he that, was making two two hundred eighty five dollars an hour, so that's pretty good. That was probably the that's my really favorite good. thing about the whole weekend. We're seeing was seeing Terry Bear time people out with Banjo and Kazooie. <laughs> just it was just hilarious. And I, I've known Terry since uh like Smash Four, so 
and I, I obviously watched them in brawl and stuff too. So that was that was a good time. That was a good time. But the actual bracket, uh, Larry got top three. So shout out to Larry Lur. Larry. So that was really cool seeing the return of Larry. He hasn't competed for about four months. Did you uh, did you see his YouTube thumbnail today? He said I threw it. I threw, threw a tur- I threw a tournament for content. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> That's why also, he got reverse 3 would by Karama. Did he use Fox <laughs> at no, all? No, Fox. He said he no. would, but he didn't. He, he, I th- it was I a Falco Bracco, like, to be fair. Liar. Yeah, I I think his Fox would be so good. Play Fox. The Fox is very strong and honestly a pretty simple character. So I, I think those are all right up his alley. Like, it, it's hard to... It's fast. The execution's fast, but the strategies are simple for Fox. Yeah. That's a, in my opinion. You you just want to set up platform just tech cases. Fox damage Falco, that would be lit. Drop yeah, wolf. Fox. Damn, no more wolf. It's his most experienced wolf. Wolf has experience. never been good. He needs okay. to drop Falco. Oh, wait, I'm just kidding right now. By the way. Okay. Okay, buddy. He's Falco, still good. You know what's interesting? He back likes to go Falco because he feels like a lot of people suck against Falco. That's. It's not because yeah. Falco. I agree with that. Agreed. Yeah. I think Falco is pretty mid. As Agreed. one of those people, I agree with that. I think Falco is just. People are just not that great versus Falco. Yeah. Yeah. And Falco, then if you're not, you get punished really hard. So yep. the return of someone not knowing the matchup is like, oh, yes. <laughs> he Stick with me, Marcus. He reminds me of Cannon Away, where if people try to outmash you, you're going to fucking die or eat 80 all the time because his mash is really, really good. So you actually have to play against him. Like, you can't you can't try to, like, just outmash him. In a lot Damn of it. Time, I have to think shit. I have to, I yeah. <laughs> it's what? the best one. People try to outmash Can. I'm like, sweet. Sounds all right. It sounds good. I got a frame two down tilt. All right, sick. Let's let's match. Shout out to Big Boss winning the tournament. Dude, Big Boss, dude, he's playing so Rob. so well over he Karama, Karama and Larry's Falco, which those beat are Karama twice. Very very bad matchups for Rob, especially Karama. Yeah, um, and then he won MSM last night as well since we're recording on tuesday um riding the momentum nice msm zero yep just keeping it going Dude. and big boss has always been good but damn this was definitely outperformed his seed for sure like this is really really this is an impressive run for i sure. think he was showing signs of improvement at let's make big moves as well because didn't he take a set off of sonics he did uh, remember that yeah and zomba um like i feel like though there's there was a sign of a breakthrough so this Dude. lines up. Congratulations on winning the event. He like, he like, I don't know. Like his decisions were just rid- like, there were times he'd be recovering against Karama and I, Charles pointed this out on commentary, but he would just do like upbeat double jump empty land. And he would land like, oh, like bro. right at the edge, like immediately. It was like perfect. Like his like spacing wow. for landing, like on the edge was perfect. And Karama would still be shielding. Like he's like expecting like four to the there. Yeah. Yeah, and then he would just get grabbed back thrown. And I was like, dude, like you like you're you're reversing the situation and now like you're like making Karama think about how how we're gonna like recover now. It's not it's not just as easy as like dash attack him going for up B or like, you know, trying to snap the ledge or like I'm just gonna hold shield if he goes past the ledge. It's like, oh snap, like there's some some legitimate mix here and like he was landing like a lot of gyros, a lot of um a lot of lasers off stage against Mario. Like it's like his callouts were insane. Like you're not gonna cape this or like he would like time it for right after Karama would throw a fireball. If he was like shooting high, 
Um, neutrals yeah. played like really solidly for the most part. I mean, I don't. I was sitting there. I was so impressed. I was like, this is insane. I did have it to call out versus Mario. Sorry to go off on a tangent a little bit, but those like double jump fireballs out of disadvantage. Mm -hmm. If you can catch that and like hit Mario and the fireball at the same time or something, he's dead off stage. Like it's kind of like one of those greedy things where if it works for Mario, great. And if it doesn't, he could die. So letting a Mario know like, Hey, go to the ledge or you're going to lose your stock. That's a big deal. Yeah, once once Gavin pointed out that he had a good run at Let's Make Big Moves, like so he got he got top eight at Let's Make Big Moves, so that was a good run. He only lost to Spargo and Light. Genesis yeah. nine, right? He got uh 33rd at Genesis nine. He lost to you and Mars back to back. Tweak it tweak and Mars <laughs> back to back. Okay, uh I guess that that's fine. Like no big deal there. Collision, he got 17th. He lost to Spargo and MVD. MVD was on one that tournament too. He was playing very, very well. Um, so like you said. It's not like he's losing to anyone that isn't really good. Like, this is just happening. And it seems like everything kind of just strung together for him. And he got wins on a lot of good uh, talent on the way up to Peckham, Dark Wizzy, Karama, Larry, and Karama back-to-back to close out the tournament. And uh, all of those were 3-1, except for Peckham, which was 3-0. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dark Wizzy 3-1, Karama 3-1, Larry 3-1, Karama 3-1, which... Not even going to a game. Didn't even see a game five, honestly. Yeah, congrats. Amazing. Karama, yeah. too, is like such a... I always talk about players that are really cementing themselves as household names and like top eights and just doing really well. Karama, like, always there. Like, yeah. always getting good wins, always on the big stage. Like, like as of the last like year or so, like, so consistent. It's ridiculous. I know. I dude, since he got signed though, I gotta see him take home the big W. I'm just waiting oh, for yeah. him. Man. He's right I'm, there. I'm, He'll I get know, it. dude. I want him to do it so bad. Last time we were talking about a player inevitably winning, it was like Spargo. And Spargo yeah. definitely got he some He's he's won a couple tournaments, yeah. <laughs> was it Spargo or was it Riddles? It was then it was Riddles, oh, and then it happened. That's another one too. And yeah. then and now our current one is Sonics. Where where is it? Oh, that's another like Sonic stub. I'm at, like when Sonics wins a tournament, I'm not going to be like, "What yeah, the I, heck?" Like, no, yeah, it's going to be like, "Yeah, no way." It, it's going <laughs> to happen. Job. Yeah, congrats. It could be any time. tournament too. It could just be any tournament. Yeah. yeah oh, definitely. Absolutely. Smash Con. Hey, 2000 entrance. Sonic stuff. Like, it could be. I can't yeah. wait for Smash Con. It's oh, going to be Smash Con is going to be crazy. Do you guys think Karama can get a? You know, a super major win with Solo Mario, though. I think that's the big question because yes. getting getting through Steve sounds very hard as Mario. Who cares? He's banned. See ya. You <laughs> can win a major in the U.S. easily. <laughs> well, like, to, I guess to frame it, like, I would put a few characters and a few players on the above in priority of like a super major. But yeah, sure, why not? It's not like the most likely thing ever, but Karama is is getting there, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were just talking about Sonics. Like Sonics is one of the first players that come to mind for someone that hasn't done it yet. But Karama is on that list. So, yeah. And, we'll you, and you guys think you can do it with and, Solo Mario? Okay. Well, Solo Mario? Yeah. yeah. He's gotten close. Oh, I definitely. Mean, yeah. He had to play Gavin. What did he have to play Gavin in Grand Set? Poor, poor, uh, poor priority? 
And and he got third at Ludwig's too, which is really good. And Akola and MKLair are the only people yeah, that beat he's, him. Like, yeah, he's... If we're talking super major, though, like a lot of these tournaments aren't super majors. Yeah, so. if you're talking that's like... That, that's yeah. why I Gen- asked the question. You mean a, yes. like a Genesis, like a Correct. Smash we card? Joke. Yes, like, that is tough. what I meant. I'm when not I put the word no, super in front of major, no, that's what I mean, yes. Yes, like, he, I still think he can. It might require a little bit of bracket luck for his character, but nothing crazy. And Mario, he's got that... X factor that you wanted a character, he could just kill you. Like he could just kill you. Stage yeah. list. There's a different really X factor good. that's more important. A movie. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> we actually haven't talked about it. Yet. Yeah, I, I actually want to talk about. Where? Hopefully, Alex, wait, wait, huh? hopefully Alex is editing. Does your character have a movie? Oh, wait. Yes. Sonic has a movie too. Yeah. Oh. Wait. See, Dude, what if they play in grands? Movie. That would be so funny. <laughs> This the is so off of the movies. This is so stupid. This is the worst episode. Well, Sonic has two this. movies right now, so I guess Sonic would win. Right? Yeah, oh, that's true. why. Yeah. Oh, he does. Really? Oh, yeah. He already does have two movies. Yeah. There are Street Fighter movies out there. I'm just saying. Oh, Smash no. Universe is Those coming together. Suck. The quality of the <laughs> Hey, they still exist. Just like the characters. The <laughs> hey, hold on a second. <laughs> Ashimo's going Ken. That's true. Oh, we didn't talk about Kowloon. Yeah, we, we got it a little wrap bit. It, yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap it up with that. It was. Shootan one. You watched most of it, Marcus. I didn't watch oh, a lot yeah. of it. It was All like right. uh it was like this weird thing where I, I was just like awake and I saw like Cosmos tweet about it and I was like, oh snap. This was is Cosmos there. Yeah. So when Japan, I yeah. started watching, um Winterside top eight was already decided and losers was like the round before. Um and Winterside top eight was like Mia versus Shiryuki, the inkling. Um and then uh, Cosmos versus Ashimo. And it was really funny because Cosmos was talking to me. He was like, yeah, man, sure. Yuki says like Inkling's like top 30, top 35. Like they're not that good, but we make it work. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Like, that's so funny. That's so funny. But he was in, uh, he was in, he was in winter semis. He did very well against Mia. Um, Mia pulled out Steve actually. After like bringing back a pretty solid game as Game Watch, which is really really interesting, um, Cosmos did very well. Uh, got got some good wins. Top winner side top eight after traveling. It's pretty impressive. His set versus Ashimo is really strange, um, but it is what it is. Ashimo's very very good. Losers was like super weird because Shutan lost like really pretty early and just like made this like insane losers run like all of our ages like doing doing the shootan thing kind of like bloom actually which is really funny because we made that comparison but actually like they both like lost like early ish and then had like a pretty good like losers run so that was super super cool to see uh mia's like cemented himself as like top three in japan maybe two um obviously i'll call this number one it's been very consistent uh yeah very very consistent Picking up Steve, which is scary because then we're, we're a Game of Watch Steve player, and it's like, bro, like, how do you? Steve ain't getting banned in Japan. What's up? <laughs> how do you count it, man? What it do? This is like, it's so funny because a lot of times, like, I'm like sitting there and I don't realize that Japan major is happening. And then, like, one person tweets about it and it, like spreads like wildfire, and everybody in America's like, bro, Japan major is yeah. happening. Yeah. So that was, that was like super cool to just be it's like, like a oh, surprise little treat. Yeah, I didn't watch like the end of it because 
it was like five in the morning and i was like bro right right i was like talking to cosmos i was like yeah bro i'm not gonna make it like my bad good luck good luck <laughs> good good luck it was like right after he lost to Ashima. i was like I, I can't make it anymore but uh it was, it was a good tournament to watch definitely go back and check that out congrats to shutan making the run mia for being super consistent Ashimo being super consistent i know has was a little happy for some reason that's my guy. He was my guy anyway, though. I love Ashimo, but now he's going Ken too, which is really, oh which is really interesting because so many people are like Ryu's flat out better. Like Ryu, Ken doesn't even do better in some matchups, but he definitely does. And I think it's underrated how much pressure, in terms of a tournament, how what the pressure that Ken can put out in terms of just killing characters raw at sixty. Like he's fast. He can break your shield. Like. He's, I'd say, more of a matchup check than Ryu is, too. Like, if you don't know a lot of the specifics against Ken, you I can just lose stocks, which are huge when you're playing in a tournament. So I think, like, Chuck's favorite term, on paper, Ryu's better, but Ken is scary as fuck, man. Like, he just kills you. He just runs you down. And if you're not ready for it, and if you switch between the two, you get a little bit of a tempo mix-up in there and get some different stages going. As That's a wise cool. man once said, it's too good. It yeah, it's great. Ashley was one of the, the most fun players to watch. Oh yeah. yeah, that's my and guy. I hate Ryu and Ken. <laughs> hate, well. but Ashimo has the X factor. The it, the it the factor, factor. Yeah, he's got it. You don't give that out for free, but he has it. Nope. One another thing that's really weird too. When I think about on paper stuff, the game is just—it's so weird because I feel like in previous Smash games you could look at a lot of matchups on paper and that's how it would pan out because the tools and the moves and the characters were so much more overwhelming than the rest of the cast. You know what I mean? But, but even when I look at ultimate, I see characters like Steve or Kazuya that are just like obviously overtuned, right? Like these tools are just ridiculously overtuned, but players are still finding ways around it. And even for bad matchups and all that other stuff and seeing so many characters have so much success. I mean, I, we, we always talk about this, but like, this is the most balanced Smash game by far. Yeah, it's just like not even close because just the amount of characters that we're seeing have tournament success is just wild to me. So, this is a I guess just a quick sidebar on on paper stuff, okay. but it it is very hard to talk about things on paper in this game because there's so much more mix up. Everything is more universalized and yeah. like Jump Squad and stuff like that. So you see a lot of players just really making it work. They, they, it seems like even in a lot of characters' bad matchups, there's some type of win con to break through. Yeah, in the, in the older games, there was, like, Ganon, Ice Climbers, there was no win con. People would be like, in Brawl, people would be like, yeah, but if you kill the first Ice Climber, bro, the Sopo had a walk, like a walking down throw chain grab that took him to, like, 500%. <laughs> like, you just lose like there was no there was no like hey you might be able to make this work there was no there was no work you just lost like if you pick that if you pick that matchup and they knew how to press shield grab a pack it up but in this game like you know ganon can actually separate the ice climbers and like the nair is kind of crazy and you might that move is smash them like with the arcing move, one of the arcing moves and kill them at 40. Like, you know, like there's some, there's some winning to be done. Now I'm not going to say Ganon can win every matchup, but you can get it done. Just like little Mac. We see little Mac 
Peanut. We see Doctor like, Mario laughing people and, on Battlefield yeah. in this game. Yeah, like we, weird, we see man. characters like they have like Doctor Mario has success in Japan for yes. some what a lot of it, a lot what? of success in Japan. Yeah, characters. Yep, I'm picking yeah. up Doc. It's time. It's, pro- it's time it's for probably the Doc. Like like you yeah. said, everything's so normalized, but also like. Everyone does so much damage in this game, man. Like, <laughs> like you like make a mistake. It's like mistakes feel so much more punishing in this game than like every game that's not melee. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you just you just get hit for eighty percent for by every character into this weird situation that you probably aren't ready for because there's ten million characters in the game and you haven't experienced this one matchup and then. That happens a couple times. GG's 2-1, 2-0. See you. The damage output is something that also has got, you know, like feels more yes. universal, right? Whereas in like in Brawl, you were lucky if you had a throw into a hit, bro. You yep. were lucky. That was a privilege to have a combo that did 40% or even in Smash 40. 4. I don't you know? think that was even in the game. <laughs> if yeah. you weren't chain grabbing like well yeah. it, it, in brawl it was weird i don't know if it was like a mistaken code or something but you could actually cancel hit sun with air dodging which was yeah like why but that's why brawl felt very like neutral bases because you could cancel hit sun with air dodge which is like what <laughs> smash yeah. 4 we got more like oh wow look at this 40 50 string i remember playing the demo and being like i spam up to mario till 50 like this is crazy <laughs> Yep, down throw up tilt was the goat on the demo. <laughs> yeah, the, the goat. So good. The goaded combo for I guess demo. Um, that about wraps it up for today. One thing mm-hmm. I wanted to mention is we're going to be doing a couple Patreon things uh, this month that we're probably going to be doing sooner rather than later. So be on the lookout for that if you're interested. Um, Shouts to Bloom, Big Boss, and Shuton for winning the big tournaments this weekend. And yeah, anything else y'all want to say before we wrap it up? Shoutouts to you being 25. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, happy birthday. Let's go. (laughs) The big two five. I wish I had one of the things. (laughs) Next year, next year, Chuck. Thanks, everyone. All right. Happy birthday. Thank you. See you.